Hello everyone, this is Deborah Richardson and today I am putting the AP in Happy where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. This podcast will give a voice to accounts payable team members by talking about the growing reality of cyber attacks in their world and which vendor setup and vendor management techniques they can apply to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Stay tuned. I am joined today by Jason Whitman, a director of accounts payable and we will discuss how he developed a new tool to reduce both live calls and emails that solves a pain point with the highest volume of AP inquiries, fielding questions on the status of invoices. And since he is from AP, he developed the cloud-based software with three key elements in mind to make it easier for AP teams to implement adoption by vendors, implementation timeline, and cost. Stick around to the end because at the end of the interview, Jason gives an exclusive offer only to listeners of this podcast. Welcome to episode 10. This is what can happen when an AP practitioner solves the biggest AP question. In my blog post published on Thursday, December 20th, 2018, entitled Still Taking Live Calls from Vendors, I reported that many companies are using vendor portals, CRM tools, email, and ticketing systems to eliminate taking live calls from vendors. By the way, if you're still taking live calls, please read that blog post at deborahrrichardson.com slash blog hyphen post to review authentication techniques that can reduce the potential for fraud on those calls. All right, so let's talk about my guest today. I am talking with Jason Whitman, who is a director of accounts payable. And after studying business at Bloomsburg University in Pennsylvania, Jason quickly found his niche with technology and business process redesign within a major healthcare system in Philadelphia. Throughout his career, he's been a major contributor to the success of ERP implementations, several upgrades, and process improvement policies for a $5 billion payables system. With a passion for technology, he became a self-taught computer programmer and built several company websites for local businesses before developing AP requests over the last two years. So let's take a listen to the interview. Good morning, Jason. Hi, Deborah. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Uh, thank you for having me and uh, inviting me on this podcast. I really appreciate it, and uh, just want to just want to commend you for this, setting up this platform. I think there's it's very unique and not anything really like it out there for AP departments, and uh, I think this is a really good, unique tool. So commend you on on putting this together. Great. Well, speaking of tools, you have a great new tool for accounts payable teams to potentially reduce the the number of live calls or the number of inquiries that come into accounts payable from the vendors. Yeah, sure. It's uh, it's called AP Request. It's a cloud-based solution that uh, that I've actually built myself. 
Wow. So what made you create the AP request software? What was the pain point you wanted to solve? Yeah, so, you know, the, the direct answer to that is just for suppliers and departments that I noticed were constantly calling uh, and, and asking just the basic questions, where is my invoice, where is the payment, uh, I need an update, and that just seemed to be a very daunting task for the customer service staff to, um, to, to waste a lot of their day doing, doing that, where we need them doing a little bit more of a, a high-level analytical things, um, statement reviews, and, and, and things of that nature. So um, that's pretty much the short answer of, of, you know, why I decided to go down this road, or at least I found the need for it. Um, so a little bit about my background, I've, I've worked in accounts payable, uh, with accounts payable systems for over 10 years. So I've been exposed to a number of big box solutions for portals that claim to solve those type of problems. In my experience, those big box solutions were heavily involved with the configuration settings, your IT support, ongoing maintenance, uh, not to mention the training for the suppliers on how to use those tools, and obviously the cost is also a factor. So I, I just said there's got to be a better way. So you know, I, I thought that the biggest, the biggest bang for your buck when it comes to a portal is just something that gives those visitors answers and answers quickly about the status. So uh, that's really what, what drove me to um, take the last two years and, and really focus on developing a, a tool that would be easy to use and to kind of get those answers to those suppliers and even departments that need to know a status of, uh, of a payment. Can you give me a high level of how vendors will access and use the software? Sure. So each each supplier uh, would visit, you know, a customer's AP request URL. Each customer would have a unique URL. And once a supplier or department visits that URL, um, they're faced with a login screen. But it's it's unlike a, a, your normal login screen that you might be used to with, you know, say, Facebook. Uh, it's not your user ID, your email address, and password. Instead, we're using a unique system where if you provide your invoice number, invoice amount, and invoice date, uh, that, that three combination would then gain you access into the system, which you know, we, we find would be a lot easier for uh, suppliers to adopt rather than you know, being faced with another yet another login that they'd have to remember uh, because you have to be aware that these suppliers, they that you're not their only customer and they've got to visit a ton of other supplier portals. So wouldn't it be nice if they already had that information right in front of them with the invoice that they want to ask about? Wow. So no remembering user IDs and passwords for yet another portal solution that the AR team from your vendors would have to log into. With the invoice number, invoice amount, and invoice date, that being used as the authentication, is that restricted information? Because we definitely don't want, you know, a fraudster calling up and getting the invoice number, invoice amount, and invoice date, and then and using that to to log into the portal fraudulently. So all of the information that we're publishing to our website is information that our clients dictate. So um, we're always promoting that they don't put anything incriminating on there. Um, you know, uh, passing over us a file that has you know pricing information. So sure, if if I'm Coca Cola and I'm able to guess uh, what Pepsi's login might be the information that I'm seeing would be meaningless. It would just say invoice 
was for $500 and it was paid on this date. So it really, it doesn't mean anything unless you're actually holding that invoice or working within that company. Yeah. And you can kind of think of it as like a, a LinkedIn profile for your AP department. And this is information that you are electing to publish for, for viewers to review. And those viewers, if you know who you are, it's meaningful. If you don't know, then these are just numbers on a, on a computer screen. So within the portal, then you're not housing any vendor SPI information, such as their tax ID or their bank account information. Exactly. So it is related to invoice data and payment data so that vendors can go in and check payment status or invoice status, which eliminates the need for them to contact accounts payable. Exactly. So how does AP requests help reduce phone calls and email inquiries to the AP help desk? Yeah, so this is the whole, um, you know, the, the whole purpose of this is to empower your vendors, you know, uh, give them the autonomy to search for the invoice status and payment status on their own without having to contact the AP customer service rep. Um, so as we mentioned, the, the easy login system, once they're in there, they're able to search for invoices that are processed to get a status on them. Um, they can also elect to be uh, receiving a report that comes out monthly that could say, here's all of the invoices that are in our system that are outstanding. Um, so it kind of flips, flips the responsibility, if you will, onto the AR department to review an AP statement, right? So everybody's familiar with accounts payable looking at vendor statements. Well, how about the vendors doing some proactive work as well? So um, giving that kind of transparency you know, uh, really allows the vendor to, to get the answers that they need to stop those phone calls. Um, now, if they do need to contact, I think that conversation is a little bit uh, more direct. Um, they'll, they'll be able to know what the status is of, you know, 90% of the invoices, and maybe that phone call is really just to find out about that one issue and not necessarily, you know, 10 or 15 other invoices that might be outstanding. So, it really is transparency that we're going for here. And, and it also reduces, you know, the risk of going on credit hold. And, you know, in my experience, a lot of suppliers would just threaten hold because they can't get a hold of somebody. Um, the phone lines are busy. So if they just needed to, if they could just have a tool to tell them that something was paid already or about to be paid, that could avoid a crisis moment when a vendor calls for a credit hold. Okay, and that sounds great. So how does the invoices get into the tool? Sure, so there's two different ways. I, I really built this, again, I wanted to make it easy for departments to adopt this. I, I think this is such a, a, there's such a demand for getting a tool like this. I didn't want it to be this big box solution that only the, the, the very financially uh, powerful companies could afford. So. I, I built it in two different ways. One, you, you can have you know, your IT department submit the information directly to us, and then we could publish it. Or you can even log in as an admin and just upload it as simple as you would upload a file or attach a file to your email. So there's a couple different ways we can do it, depending on how sophisticated a uh, particular client wants to get. Okay. And if they decided it's going to be with their IT department, is that where you get into like the EDI format? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's not even an EDI format. It's really just a simple text file that is produced. And really, it's just transmitting that text file to us through an FTP. 
or they can load it directly onto the site. So the formatting, again, is, is, is uh, trying to oversimplify it rather than getting too involved with IT. We don't need that EDI. We just need a, a simple query that can be exported into a text file. Okay, so you mentioned that there are reporting tools available for the vendor. Yeah, so we have a, a couple different reporting uh, capabilities that come with this tool uh, delivered. So as you mentioned, yes, there's, there's a supplier side. Um, they can elect to receive a report monthly uh, that shows all of the outstanding invoices, and that would allow the vendor to know what is missing, and they can come back to AP Request and submit those invoices directly to the site, which, which would connect to some central email box that the client has elected to use. But then you also have the admin side to basically re review who's using this portal, and that's sort of the return on investment tool, so you can see the number of unique hits and who's searching which vendors and also who's submitting those invoices and are they sending attachments and you can actually review that whole dialogue that's happening there. Okay, so there are reports available for vendor or supplier and then also for the AP team as well. We recently developed the, the report going to the suppliers automatically because, you know, just thinking some suppliers may say, well, I don't want to have to be remembering my, reminding myself to go visit this website. So that's sort of where that derived from and said, well, let's, let's develop something where we can schedule this to automatically go to them. So now there's really no excuse for them to not look at this information. So you also talked about one of the pain points being the uh, time it took for the big box solutions to implement and the cost. So how long does it take to implement AP request and what is that cost? Yeah, so this is something that uh, I think really separates us from the rest of these solutions out there. Um, so we're, we do all of the, the technical building, uh, we host all of this, so it's cloud-based, and we're, we're able to turn this around in just about a week, as, as quickly as we can get those specifications back for what the, the client would like some of the, the flags to look like on the site. Once we nail those down and, and we start development, it takes about a week. So that's something that we're proud about, so that we can get these tools in the hands of the client so that they can reap the benefits quickly. And as far as the pricing goes, it's, it's based on a uh, volume tiered structure and the lowest tier being about 125,000 invoices you could load at one time. Uh, and that would roughly cost about $4.99 a month. And it would just go up from there depending if there's more invoices that they would like to publish at one time. Actually, that sounds phenomenal. One week for implementation. So can you tell me, once it's implemented, is the tool branded for that specific company? So there's, that's part of the, the setup. There's a configuration document, very high level, uh, maybe 15 or 20 questions in there about what information you want to publish on there, you know, if there's any verbiage that you'd like to put, any special notes that you like to say about your, your department. Hey, we, we run our checks once a week give us, you know, five days after submitting an invoice, you know, those sort of high-level things. But yes, you, there's also an opportunity if they'd like to put their logo on there, they're, they're happy to do that as well. So that's all part of the configuration. So, you know, it's a delivered tool, but there are a number of places to customize and, and give their own look and feel. 
So those questions, they really sound like they're more towards how AP processes invoices versus questions directly for your IT team. So it really sounds like this is a tool that can be implemented without IT. That's exactly it. And and that's a, a big pain point that I had you know, in my AP experience that getting projects on the IT list just takes forever. And, you know, this is something so simple that just to get the benefits for your department to be alleviated from these calls, it was really just a no-brainer that, you know, this needed to be developed. And, you know, yes, there's there's no need to get that IT involved, especially if you have maybe a, a financial analyst on your team that writes AP queries routinely out of your ERP system. There, there really is no need to get them involved. If you're looking at a big box solution down the road, why don't you do this for a year while you're waiting, you know, and see how it goes. Um, exactly, because it, it will take that long for that big box solution to be implemented. Exactly, right, and right. you know that. <laughs> I do. Yeah, and in my experience as well, that is, you know, getting your project on an already, you know, spread thin IT department, getting your project high on their project list was difficult, not to mention the fact that, you know, now you have to have a budget for that enhancement from using the IT team. So it was, you know, not only getting their focus on it, but also having to pay in your budget for the IT team to do that integration. So this sounds like a great alternative to that. Exactly. And yeah, you mentioned a good point there. There are no implementation fees. This is all inclusive. Oh, no implementation fees. So is is the, I believe you mentioned the lowest volume would be 125,000 invoices at one time, and that's at $4.99 per month. You said you have a tiered structure. So what would be like the top end of that? Yeah. So like I said, we had, you know, going up based on volume. So it starts at 125,000 invoices that they could load at one time for $4.99 a month. And if we want to increase that to say 250,000 invoices, goes up to seven ninety nine, uh, and then it goes all the way up to five hundred thousand invoices at once, and that's at twelve ninety nine a month. And anything beyond that would just have to have a conversation and to talk about the resources involved from the IT perspective. And I'm sorry, what do you mean by at once? So at once means you're able to load or the, the website will hold that number of invoices at one time. So when you're submitting uh, new invoices to be published on there, we would uh, override what information is currently being published and you would republish another 125. So you could do this update every morning or have it scheduled every night to uh, go to the FTP site and we would pick that up and publish it as, as quickly or as routinely as the client would like. And it would just be a full replace on the previous load. So the invoices will get into the ERP or the accounting system, and then those invoices would be loaded into this tool so that the supplier could go in and check their status. Yes, it's, it's completely outside of the ERP system that a client has. They're running a query out of their ERP system, putting it into a text file, and then sending it over to AP Request to publish the status of those said invoices. And then the vendors can go in, check their invoice status versus calling the accounts payable team. Exactly. It's sort of like a window in, you know, again, for transparency, allowing them to view their ERP status without actually giving them access to their ERP. 
another another issue with a lot of the big box solutions is that you know there's a, a an internal audit always concern with you know now you're giving you have these portals that integrate with ERP systems how do you know that they're not able to sort of back end hack into your ERP and you know uh, somebody could produce their own check so this eliminates that because they're not connected systemically in that in that manner Okay, so eliminates the potential for any cyber attacks because it's not integrated with your ERP, yet it still gives your vendors transparency into their invoice status and payment status. Yep. So does the vendor have the opportunity to, if they get a report or if they log in and see that there's an invoice missing, do they then send that to the accounts payable team or do they have the ability to add that within AP request? It's a one-stop shop. So within the AP request tool, if the invoice is not found and they, they need to submit it, there is a submit invoice section uh, and that's just a form that allows them to put in a note uh, who they are and what they're what they're asking the assistance for the AP rep to do, and those invoices, if they attach one, are going directly to some central AP box that would be designated by the client. Okay, so they would go ahead and submit the invoices if they find that the invoices are missing, and then once you do the load again the next day or whatever your interval is, they can go back in and check and verify that the invoice is now with AP and check the status. Exactly, yep. Oh, I get it. Actually, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay, all right. So, and you said you developed this your, yourself. I mean, you did actually all the coding, all the development for this system? Or yep, for this I did it all, right? Um, so it took me about two years to, to really uh, play around with it and figure out what was gonna to, to work best. And I really had the user's experience in mind because I think a lot of these portals seem to fail because of the adoption rate is just not there and suppliers just refuse to have to learn a new tool, uh, remember their passwords, and really all they want to do is, is, is just make it as simple as possible to find out what is the status of this invoice, do you have it or don't you? And that's really um, the solution that we're providing. Great. So with that, can you tell everyone where they can go if they want more information about AP Request? Yeah, so everything is on our, our website at aprequest.com. You can go there, you can submit a, a request for more information, fill out the form, and we'll be in contact with you. And also, I encourage others to, to look at the rest of the site. There's goes a little bit more into detail about each product, if anything was unclear. Talks a little bit about all the tools. You have the invoice searching, the scheduling of the invoice report that goes out to your suppliers, uh, being able to submit the invoices directly to the site. There's also the, the capability for us to just publish some quick facts about your AP department so that they know how quickly you are expecting to do to process something or to send payments out, as well as admin features and some of those reports that we discussed earlier. Okay, and what if they wanted a demo of the tool? Absolutely. So just contact, contact us on the website and we can set up a, a demo for sure. We can turn that around in a couple of days. Yeah, so anybody that visits the site and they want to request a demo, um, under the message section, if they mention this podcast, Deborah Richardson, um, we'll be happy to give them the first month free. Um, we'll probably offer that until up until the end of January 2019. Okay. Well, great. Thank you, Jason. I appreciate you coming on the podcast today and talking about AP Request. 
Thanks, Deborah. This was great. I really appreciate it. So I really like this interview with Jason Whitman talking about AP Request, a cloud-based software solution. I think it's great when AP practitioners solve a pain point. In this case, the question of what is the status of my invoice with something that also solves other AP pain points when you implement software and tool solutions. And that is vendor adoption, the implementation timeline, and the cost. So thanks everyone. I hope you enjoyed the interview with Jason Whitman as much as I did on the 10th episode of the Putting the AP in Happy podcast, where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Don't forget to check the show notes for the links to the blog post, still taking live phone calls from vendors, as well as AP Request, where you can request a demo and don't forget to add my name in the message field for an exclusive offer of your first month free only for listeners of this podcast. And as always, if you enjoyed this episode, consider purchasing my e-guide and online courses for vendor master file training that consists of authentication, validation, and management courses as part of a three-step vendor setup and maintenance process to protect the vendor master file from fraud and keep it clean. Visit DeborahRRichardson.com training for more details.